Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. What up, yo? Made it to a, another Friday. Um, if you're listening, make sure you watch us every Friday. It's Facebook Live. We're on YouTube, Twitter, um, Facebook Live, all of them. So we appreciate you yes. listening, though. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Um, yeah, so heading into what do we got going on this weekend? I'm just like. Hopefully not get pounded too hard against Michigan tomorrow. A little nervous Nelly about that one. But what, what are know. they saying right now? I haven't seen. I don't even know. I don't know. I'll, I'll check while we're in here and see what the spread is. So I was just pulling that up real quick. Michigan, Nebraska. Yeah, Michigan's only rated number two. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, hey, I, but forever the Husker honk, and it would be amazing to upset number two at home. Oh, right. You never yeah. know what can happen. I mean. Hopefully we don't drop a number two and we actually can do good against number two. I would like to see just to. I, yeah, right. I'm, I'm right, right with you, though. It's like, well, it could happen. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. It could happen. I'm I'm like I'm right there. I'm right yeah. there. Let's see what, what goes down. Oh who is it? Who is it? Was it the Dolphins and Broncos that the Dolphins defeated him like 70 to two yeah. or something? I mean, <laughs> talk about embarrassing. Embar- <laughs> that, the co- I don't know who's the who the, the coach is, but who was my, the coach? Who was well I don't know. My in-laws live in Denver and it's like that's they are everybody's of course unhappy about the coach coaching job the last couple of years, but especially after that game. Holy yeah. cow. Wow. 70. I don't think, I can't remember the last time. And what's so funny is I think somebody said something about that game that the record was 73 would have been the record for something. And I can't remember if it was, if they had hit 73, it would have been the widest spread or 73. The number itself was the mark and, and they didn't, they didn't go for it. And it's like, okay, certainly you weren't worried about running up the score at that point. Right. right. It's like somebody certainly knew on the bench that, oh, my God, we could take that record. Let's do it. You know, it's like certainly that wasn't what kept them back from doing it. I can't imagine that they were like, OK, mercy, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> just score the points, get the record. While you're there. I mean, you're I mean, like, seriously, you might as well. It's not three or four, five more points, whatever is not going to. OK, that's going to push it over the edge. Yeah, I think they were already completely demoralized there's no farther down they could go yeah <laughs> so, but they apparently just missed out on some some record i don't know what it was but anyway i thought that was kind of a funny funny take though it's like yeah really it's like really and in, the, and in the pros and in the pros i get not running up the score in college i guess but in pros it's like you should be better than that i wouldn't i would take my starting quarterback out but i wouldn't tell them to pump the brakes and not try to score. Well, like you guys, come on, you're making millions. Right? I'm wondering if they're like in their con and maybe somebody could answer this. I mean, or would this be a, a good um, way to, what's the word I'm looking for to encourage scoring Like, like for however many points that you get, everybody gets X amount of dollars. Like, you know, like there's a pot that's going to yeah. be split up among the players and it goes up incrementally for however many points there are. Just run that bitch up. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, really, you're going for two when you're up by 40, 100 percent. I'm for it. Get all the points because then yep. you get a complete game. <laughs> nobody, nobody just kind of hangs it up in the third or four, in the fourth quarter or something like that. Right. It'd be more exciting for the fans. That's for sure. Oh, here, Brian just said it would have been the highest score. The current record dates back to 1966. It was 72. Why wouldn't you just do it? Kick a field goal, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for filling in the blanks. Cause it's like, we kind of get it right. 
We can eighty percent of the time we're fifty percent right. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. oh, God. Anyway, um, we were just talking beforehand. I don't, do you want to go down that rabbit hole just for a second? The Taylor Swift thing. Sure. Because there's a rumor floating around right now. Um, because Taylor Swift is kind of like top of mind because of the Kansas City game, and um, Kansas City Chiefs have rebranded a few of not not officially, but you know what I mean, just temporarily, uh, a few of their social media uh, pages where it says Kansas City Chiefs Taylor's version, mm -hmm. which pays homage to her six albums that were held hostage, according to her, and sold, and so she decided to re-release her first six albums and call them Taylor's version of those first six because they were put out by Scooter Braun, Big Machine, and that whole deal selling her music. And what's been going around, though, what got me going was that somebody said, well, yeah, but George Soros owns all her music now. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, you hear you hear that. Your Google alert is going off. You're like, oh. George Soros, wait, what? Put everything aside. Give me my laptop. Please, please just stand there for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started digging around on it. And he did. George Soros and his son, Alex, they were investors at one point because the whole catalog was sold. She claimed at the time that uh, it was sold out from under her and she had no idea. She found out like everybody else in the news on a Sunday morning. And in reality, her dad was a 5% investor and made $15 million off the deal when the entire thing was sold. I just dropped an earring. But had, but had no idea. But had no idea. And certainly if he did, he just didn't think to tell her. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, eh, it's no big deal. We'll talk to her next week about it. Yeah. Like if my, my dad got 15 million, I'd be like, so where, who, where'd you get it? Like who, I mean, I would just ask this. That's like a simple. You sold my question. what? Yeah. You, <laughs> you sold my what and got how much, who owns it now? That would be like question <laughs> one, two, and three. Yes. And so she claimed she was trying to buy it herself and that she wasn't allowed that opportunity unless she signed a really, really strong NDA um, and non-disclosure agreement. And, Come to find out, somebody found the NDA and it was signed, even though she claimed that she never would do that um, because it said that she could only say, basically it said you can only say nice things about Scooter Braun or keep your mouth shut mm -hmm. about any of this. And there was an NDA that was signed, but she didn't offer enough money based on the other offers that they had out there. And one of the offers was from a group that came together, which was, there were three companies that were involved in it or two companies and then private investors. The private investors were George and Alex Soros. And they also were investors in one of the companies that was part of the buying group. So they owned, I don't know, probably not a large share, but they owned, they were, no, they were enough owners. to get your intent enough to get your attention. Yeah. You, they were listed, you know, and so they were in on it for a while, but then eventually that whole company was sold and it got bought by another company and they didn't buy it just because of the Taylor Swift stuff. They wanted the whole deal. Like there was the publishing company and then there was other catalogs and there was other investments under this whole umbrella. And that was Shamrock and Shamrock used to be Shamrock Broadcasting, which owned radio stations until the mid nineties when everything blew up. I work for, everything. I work for Shamrock communications. If it's the same one done in Tulsa, it would be, it would be the same one. And Shamrock then blew up. And they got sold and that's all owned, but Shamrock still exists. Shamrock broadcasting is gone, but Shamrock so I work is owned for by George Disney. Soros? Did I work for George Soros? No. Basically. You no. work for Disney. Okay. All so right. you Same. and the mouse. Same Z. So there you go. So, right. Yeah. So, well, ultimately what, <laughs> ultimately. who knows, but yeah, Shamrock now owns all of it, which is the Roy Disney family that owns the company that owns 
all of her albums. So then she was mad that they had all her albums and, and she was like, well, fine, I'll show them. Uh, now I'm going to re-release them under my new company because they're going to give me, I think it's like they have a 10 year lease on all mm -hmm. her music and then it's hers. And then they aren't charging her as much distribution wise or something like that. So she's, it's a way better deal. So she re-recorded re all six albums to release them or she's in the process of it, whatever. Um, but <laughs> the funny part is, is now when you go back and look at the sales of her albums over the last five, six years, her number one, well, I think, Oh, not number one. Well, it might've been, but of her six albums that she had out before, they've just been skyrocketing. So the company that owns her original six, the number one selling album of the original six Taylor Swift albums is 1989, her first one out. And it has already this year over 500 million streams, Jeez. which is twice what it had all of last year. That's craziness. Because she's in the news. And because she's in the news, all these old stories are resurfacing and people are curious. And so they might listen to Taylor's version, but then they want to go back and listen to the original. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And there's a, there's a little tiny difference. There's a, like, you can hear a little. I love that you know that. I know. I think it's funny that I have a hard time telling Beth about the phone call. Like, I just got off the phone with CenturyLink and I can't remember half the stuff. And then you're like, you remember the timeline, storylines, years, people, percentages of all oh this God. stuff. I don't know how you it's remember crazy. that stuff. And Christina just said that her dad didn't participate in the shareholder call. That is true. But their number one guy in her company, which was 13 Industries or 13 Communications, I can't remember the name of it was, he was on the call. And he also was an owner in that as well, in Big Machine. So their number two guy was on that call. There's there's no way that that gets sold without her dad knowing. Right, no way. That it's going to get sold. He, there's no, there's just... Well, legally, there's no way. There's no way. And even if it was her attorney or his attorney, that was her attorney too. Mm -hmm. So somebody had to have told her. And there was an NDA also that was involved too. So there's there's been there's some discrepancies. Like if somebody there, came but... in and, and offered, like, say I had the Pat Safford yeah. podcast and I had a million episodes and George Soros walks up to me and goes, I'm going to give you a hundred million dollars for this. I would done. And I would tell everybody, 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 I wouldn't, I, no, I, don't, know, I don't know why she's so quiet about it. Just like who because, cares? Because of his, the implications of being attached to his name. Cause then you get into all the other crap because she's yeah. so influential. I mean, that, that was the other thing too, is people are, you know, the politics of it. She has sway. There's no doubt about, it. like we said last week, Travis Kelsey's, uh, Jersey, the sales skyrocketed like 400% after she was at that game, 400%. And the funny part was, is nobody really knew she was going to be there until she showed up for sure. Because right before the game, Mahomes said he had talked to Travis, you know, in passing right before the game. And he said, yeah, I think she's coming to the game. And he says, you know, but you don't really know whether or not to believe because he, he kind of says things sometimes. You know, yeah. that, so I thought that was funny because he's kind of like, yeah, okay, Travis, she's coming. You know, okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever. And then lo and behold, there she is in his jersey, in the owner's box. With his mom. Yeah. With his mom. Craziness. Stop it. Stop it. So, so that's what I've been doing. What you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have dirt all over your face from climbing out of that wormhole? Want to take a second to thank some other OG friends and supporters of our podcast, Kugler Vision. Kugler Vision Center, honestly, they were the first ones that were supporters and partners with our podcast. Um, and that was five years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. 
That is unbelievable, but we certainly are thankful to have them on board. Kugler Vision stands out in the crowd without a doubt. Um, they've just got a world-class team of experts at Kugler Vision, and it keeps growing because people realize if you're going to get any kind of corrective um, procedures done, you want that team behind you without a doubt. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you should get online right now and schedule a consultation because you, don't, you need to know going into 2024 kind of where you stand. Maybe you've always been thinking mm-hmm. about getting a procedure, not having to wear glasses or contacts. It's freeing and it's, it's unbelievable. It is. When you do it, the, one of the first things you're going to think is, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. So invest in a life of clear vision. Possibly it's going to be something that's a gift on your list for maybe a graduate that's coming up this spring to send them off to college with uh, that great vision going into college would great without glasses or contacts. But the team at Kugler Vision can give you all the details and help you get that consultation on the books so you can find out exactly what your plan is. Call them if you want, 402-558-2211, or go on their website, kuglervision.com, and schedule that consultation today. <laughs> um, we had we talked about this last week. I think we did last week or the week before, but the Name Drop podcast with Chris Kirkpatrick and Brian McFadden officially launched today. Pretty exciting. And it was a conversation between those two guys, Brian kind of doing what he does best and host and interview Chris Kirkpatrick about everything that's going on within sync. So um, I'll put a link in our description for you guys to rate review and subscribe to it. It's going to be big. Um, here's a couple clips uh, of a little bit excerpts from the show. Here we go. So what are you, what are you guys doing? Hanging out, years? man. It's funny when we w- were together, how quickly you fall back into your mode or your fun. And those guys are my brothers. And I can tell you it was so, so great seeing them. It's always great. I do a lot with Joey. I do some things with Lance. I do some things with JC. I see Justin a lot, you know, so I see him a lot in different circles, but to be all five of us there together, there were just, I remember we we had dinner one night and we were sitting there and, and at one point I looked down and- We're talking about just recently in New York. You just recently, sit- okay. just recently okay. in New York. Yeah, we all had dinner and we were all sitting there in a circle just, and at one point- I I looked around and nobody was on their phones. Nobody's on anything. It's just like all five of us were like this. And everyone at home was doing the same thing. Uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, they, yeah. did, they did talk about that moment on the VMAs a couple weeks ago when Taylor Swift went, they gave an award to Taylor Swift and their reaction. Here hey guys, uh, Brian McFadden, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC or from Name Drop Podcast or Name. That's not the right clip. Hold That's on, sorry. Here right. <laughs> we go. This is it. So you're waiting in the wings to go out on stage. So JC and I are standing there, and right before we walked out, I turned to him and I put my hand on his shoulder, and it was an honest question. It wasn't an ego like kind of thing. It was a honest. Do you think they're gonna like us? Do you think they're gonna remember us? Do you think because you don't know? Not only did did that did they like you, they loved you. You got the biggest endorsement. I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting here watching this show and I'm, I'm like, Oh my God, to have someone as big as Taylor Swift for like fangirl the hell out of you guys um, screaming. I, along with JC, when, when she was like freaking out, I, we were looking behind us like, who is she freaking out? Like, I hope she knows we're here. Like she's freaking out over somebody back here that we can't see apparently. And realizing it's us, it's, and the way she talked about us too, that was, I mean, I just wanted to hug her the entire time. And I'm like, I can't. It's Taylor Swift. (laughs) It's you and everybody else. (laughs) That's funny, though, because I'm I'm looking back. So they were formed 
She was six. Mm-hmm. That's, when the that's, band was when in sync was crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh and, my god. So and we I'm trying to find this picture because I, I thought I got rid of them, but um maybe I didn't. I don't remember. Um anyway, oh here this might be it. The uh I don't know if this is it or not. Anyway, I was I was wearing oh no, that's not it. I was wearing my cuddle monster shirt last remember a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I know people don't forget that. Um and you'll get arrested one of these days. One of these days I'll get arrested or um sex trafficked. You're on a plane. Right. Well, I was on yeah, on a on a plane in an airport. Did they sit by you? Uh yes. They had they to. Did. They had they had no choice because the pl- the flights were all and some dude actually did say that he had told his wife or girlfriend whoever he's with that he liked my shirt he's like that guy. and then ironically that was in the airport ironically we sat right across the aisle from each other <laughs> um and before i left for the airport because i had the cuddle monster shirt on the whole time uh we were doing the recording with that that episode was recorded just a couple hours before i left for the airport mm-hmm. and as i left you know we were all doing pictures and saying goodbye and everything and so i had my cuddle monster shirt on and i had to cuddle Cuddling Chris there. He he did that is your cuddle monster. That, that is my cuddle like monster shirt. shirt you have on right now. This is my this is my Dr. Pepper shirt. Oh, okay. That was my, my cuddle monster shirt. Do you have these alphabetical in your closet? No, but they're they'll but they're color coded. And I've never been a color coded guy, but mm-hmm. I um since when Sophia moved out, now my clothes are in the the guest room so I can get dressed in the morning and would, don't have to worry about it. And it's such a smaller closet that now it's easier to color code my stuff. And I highly recommend color coding. Before it, it was just color really coding. Cool. That's we we were talking about this in a meeting not too long ago, it, amongst ourselves. Right? Is like mm-hmm. yes, my stuff is hung up. It's it's uh it's mixed up. Well, of course we all have the summer and winter stuff, right? Number one, so you got to swap that stuff out. But it's color, color coded, okay. And then <clears throat> if I wear something, you don't like wash every. Sh- well, depending on who you are, I guess there are some shirts you don't wash every time that you wear them, like work shirts or something like that. Depending on what you, depending on what you do. Granted. But if I wear something and I've just had it on, then I'll put it on the far right end of the of the hanger. So I know I just recently wore it. Oh. So I won't wear it again because I'm drawn to some. Yeah. And I have to watch myself. Yeah. So I remember I remember seeing a video, I think it was like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous or something like that back in the day. And there was whoever, whoever's closet, gosh, pick up housewife, I'm sure does the same thing. But it's like the last time they wore an outfit, they take a picture of it and put the date on it so they know where where they wore it or what they wore it for. Oh, wow. So they don't get picture and not like take pictures of me, but I don't want to show up in the same with the same group of people and keep wearing the same damn shirt. Cause, it, cause remember you had, yeah. remember you went through a phase with a green shirt you had. Yes. And you- <laughs> We're two years apart. Our show pictures had me in the green shirt. Uh huh. Well, and chick and Nick though, they did that. Yes. Their first event, they wore the same clothes that they wore in the promo shots a year in the photos a year before getting ready to start their podcast with her at and, and then okay. they wore the they wore the clothes that night have you seen there's a picture of a guy school science teacher or something like that but he was he worked somewhere for like 25 30 years he wore the same outfit for the school pictures every year that's hilarious. from his very first and the second and second year he did it by accident and caught so much grief that he did it the third year on purpose and then it just became tradition so it had these like 1970s peter pan collar you know it was hilarious and wore the same glasses yeah and every picture that he took for the school yearbook that's same funny. clothes genius, <laughs> <It's> genius. <laughs> something to be said for that all right i have a video that i grabbed that has nothing to do with anything that we do i just found it in just definitely very funny so i'm going to pull this up here hold on 
real quick. I'm, I know I'm getting better at this, but uh-huh. share screen. I want this one. And I'm going to do this and we're going to play this. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. This is very funny. It's not turned up. Hold on. God dang it. Jill. I swear to God. All right. Here we go. Top four answers on the board. Name something Abraham Lincoln probably used to ride on. Delaney. A horse. A horse. (laughs) Megan, something Abe Lincoln used to ride on. A carriage. A carriage. So far, so good. Eric. Tell me something that you know for a fact. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln used to ride on. Maybe a donkey. (laughs) Last time you saw somebody come riding in on a donkey. (laughs) The donkey. Bridget, only one strike. Name something Abraham Lincoln probably used to ride on. I don't think they had the bicycle back then, but maybe, maybe. A bicycle. (laughs) Alan, we got two strikes. We got to be careful. If it's there, we're still alive, sir. But if it's not there, the other family can steal and win. For the bones? The train. The train. Delaney, we have one answer left. Delaney, if you give me that answer, your family wins the game. This time you have two strikes. If it's not there, the other family can steal and they will win the game. Name something Abraham Lincoln. Probably used to ride on. Miss Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) The way. Your face. For four games, (laughs) been one of the nicest, squarest families I've ever met. All of a sudden, game four, riding in on donkeys, and now he's riding Miss Lincoln. (laughs) Oh, my God. Riding on that thing Miss Lincoln got. Oh, no way. That's awesome. <laughs> Two people said it. That's all it took. <laughs> there, there, there's no better uh, host, I think, than him. He's so his delivery is awesome, and he is what's so fun about that show. That's he amazing. Is. He is. I just, I'm like, okay, that one, that made that uh, made me laugh. <laughs> that's a good one. So. Uh, yeah, On that's that, all I no, got today. That's right. all I'm thinking, like, and that's what we'll, we'll rename the title of this to "Ride Miss Lincoln." Ride Miss Lincoln. Ride Miss Lincoln. <laughs> oh God, that's 
genius. Um, so anyway, um, just a reminder. Uh, yes, the game tomorrow is what at two thirty, right? Yep. The Nebraska game. So as we speak, it is Friday the 29th of September. Um, but next week, uh, Monday night, Dan Hoppin's going to be out at Herdette Sports Bar with uh, Restaurant Hoppin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there'll be food. But get on com on the events page, and you'll see the information so you can get signed up. Be- they, it doesn't cost anything, absolutely free. Um, but they just need a head count so they know how much food, because there's always food. Um, and then... Our show is on Thursday night with Psychic Andy, and that's from 4 to 6.30. No, 4 to 5.30. And then 6 o'clock is when The Run, which is Tommy Frazier and Johnny Rogers prepping up. You know, they'll take a look back at Michigan's game. <laughs> and then looking ahead. Yeah. yeah. So should be a good, should be a good week. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. So it's all there on the events page of Heard at Sports Bar. And then the link will be in the description, as will the link to uh, download or whatever, subscribe to Name Drop with Chris Kirkpatrick and Brian McFadden. Happy yeah. happy to have them on our network and a Heard at Media production. So <laughs> yes. Thank you guys Definitely. so much for listening. Have a fantastic weekend. And as always, go Big Red. Fingers crossed. Prayers up. GBR. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.